0: Good morning, everyone. I am Wan Gong. I have been serving this temple for almost two decades. In 2005, our small practice community moved to this current location in Chapel Hill. From our very first steps onto our new land, well-established trees and holly bushes welcomed us. Over time, with a newly built dharma hall and expanded garden, we have added hundreds of plants, big and small, trees, bushes, flowers, and vegetables. Some of them are now deeply rooted, and others are still rooting down as they acclimate to our garden environment. Sadly, over the years, some plants have not survived. Whenever I pulled out dead plants, I have always found pitiful roots—dry, shrunken, or rotten. On the other hand, when we dig out healthy, established plants in our garden to move to new locations, we witness the amazing power of their strong roots stretching deep into the soil. Roots are hidden from us, but they are the central part of trees and plants. Healthy roots are essential to life. So when planting or transplanting, my goal is always to help plants establish strong roots. With my sincere wish and prayer, I chant, Dear plant, establish your roots well. Establish your roots well. May your roots be happy and connect deeply with the earth. In the same way, I wish and pray for temple practitioners. Dear friends, may you establish your roots well. May your spiritual roots be happy and connect with the ground of your true nature. What do roots mean to you in your practice journey? As practitioners, we strive to nurture our spiritual core as the central root of our lives. Mind practice strengthens the root that enables our physical life to branch out. When we observe how and where we use our bodily energy, the root intention and desire of our heart and mind are revealed. For example, if we track how we create and utilize our income, It shows us where our mental and emotional energy is going. When thinking about the roots of a practice, I reflect and wonder, am I establishing my practice roots? Do I feel my practice is already well established? If so, am I still growing? Recently, I visited a temple practitioner's home in Virginia. In a backyard, I saw a huge oak tree. The tree, a laurel oak, was recently measured and found to be the third largest of its kind in the state. The family nickname for this tree is Mabel. (laughs) Mabel is 300 years old. Pictures taken during the past few years show that this tree is continuing to grow. Standing beside it, I wondered how wide and deep its roots are. I doubt I will live as long as 300 years, but for the rest of my life, can I? Like this tree, keep growing. In one Buddhism, there are four ways to cultivate our roots that allow us to flourish. Faith, zeal, questioning, and dedication. Faith means belief, which is the motive force that settles the mind. Zeal means a mind that heroically moves forward. Questioning means wanting to discover and know what we do not yet know about human affairs and universal principles. Dedication means a constantly devoted state of mind. Our teachers emphasize the rootedness of great faith propels the willpower of everything else. Great zeal, great questioning, and great dedication arise out of the strong roots of faith. Faith means belief, trust, and conviction, which become the motive forces that settle the mind. In Buddhism, faith develops through our own experience as we come to deeper understandings. Faith in truth, faith in dharma, faith in community, Faith in one's true nature. Do you have faith in your true nature? Sometimes to me, faith in my true nature feels very natural. But sometimes I have to give my brain a little pinch to think about it. To invoke faith in my true nature, I recite dharmas like these. My original nature is free from disturbance. My original nature is free from delusive thoughts and reactivity. My original nature is free from self-doubt and judgment. I have faith in me. I am calm, I am peaceful, I enjoy meditation. Being rooted in faith, believing in my true nature, gives me both hope and determination. This gives me energy to learn and teach with joyful dedication. Master Chong San, the second head dharma master of One Buddhism, said, If you wholeheartedly develop and apply belief, zeal, questioning, and dedication to mind practice, you will master the threefold practice of equanimity, wisdom, and skillful action. When you plant a bush or a tree, you do everything you can to help establish its strong roots. You water, fertilize, and give the plant your full attention. But sometimes, despite all your effort, the tree does not thrive and eventually dies. Can this also happen in our spiritual practice? Years ago, we brought in several big Italian cypress trees to create an evergreen screen between the temple and our neighbor. For these trees, with the large root balls wrapped in burlap, we dug enormous holes and added lots of fertile soil. After planting, we watered them regularly, but they gradually died. I was so disappointed, but I did not want to give up. So we brought in replacements, another round of trees with gigantic root balls, hoping to make our temple garden happy as well as our neighbor. But despite all our hard work, those trees did not survive either. Later, when Kathleen wanted to donate a tree in honor of her friend, I requested the same tree. I never gave up. <laughs> this time, we did not dig a deep hole, but planted the cypress above ground level with the mounded soil and a rock wall around the soil. Guess what? That tree is still happily growing tall and beautifully green all year round, right outside the Dharma Hall. That's the tallest evergreen in our temple garden. From this experience with planting trees, I learned a lesson. We started with healthy trees as a wholesome foundation. We tried to create and provide all the best conditions. However, in hindsight, there was one condition that was not met. Dealing with Carolina clay. (laughs) Those first ten trees died because the deep holes we dug in the clay acted as non-porous container of water, drowning the roots. Planting the tree in soil a little above the ground level made all the difference. Causes, conditions, and effects sometimes there are hidden or obscured conditions that can inhibit desirable outcomes. Without gaining insight into these hidden factors through fervent investigation and determination, the last cypress tree could not have flourished. In the same way, by trial and error, we cultivate insight into our practice. Through insight, we observe how causes and numerous conditions bring forth different outcomes. We can also gain insight through our dharma study and meditation practice. Through study and meditation, we can establish deep roots for all that we hope to grow in our mind garden and practice garden. For example, some of you have been practicing and participating in our weekly class for 10 years. Some of you have been meditating with us for 20 years. Like the cypress tree outside, you are establishing deep roots. Whether a plant is a tiny, small flower, or a huge hundred of years old, it needs to be firmly rooted. Whether our practice is very new and young, or has been seasoned for a long time, the root of our faith in truth and Dharma upholds and sustains us. Strong roots uphold and sustain us. Practicing together, may we nourish and strengthen. Our roots.